The following is a Claves online production. Hey everybody, welcome once again to what we call the Streamcast. I'm Mike Claiborne from ClavesOnline.com. And normally during the day, we probably would talk about some baseball. Normally at this time of the year, we're talking about Flag Day just behind us and we're looking at teams closer. Normally at this time of the year, we know what teams can play and what teams can't. In case you haven't noticed, we're not playing baseball. And I could talk to you about it, but I don't know more than you do at this point. As a matter of fact, there's only a handful of people in the whole world that knows what's going on. I'm not one of them. So I decided we change gears today and talk about something that gets us outdoors, talks about something that gives us freshness and talks about something that's positive. We're going to talk about fashion. And with me today is my good friend, David Corbett of Bespoke, <laughs> located here in uh, right here in Clayton. And David has been in this business for a long time as far as custom clothing, and he understands apparel better than most people do. And David, first of all, welcome, sir. It's good to see you. Man, it is so good to be seen. And uh Great to see you too, sir. Let's talk a little about, about Bespoke, uh, a unique name for sure. Tell us how you arrived at it and tell us how you got your start in the business because you've been doing this for a while. Well, back in 1989, <laughs> uh, we're trying to figure out what we want to call it. Do we want to call it Corbett's Clothing? Do we want to call it some haberdashery or something? And I tried to make it bigger than me. And at, some, at one point we had 10 salespeople and several support staff and so we came up with the name Bespoke because it's the old English word to make something one at a time. And couture is the French word, which is associated primarily with ladies clothing. Bespoke hadn't been used in forever. It was listed as archaic. Uh, I almost got it trademarked until GQ used it in 1991 for the first time ever. And uh, my clients kept saying, hey, David, I saw your article in GQ. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a, a nice, fun way of play on words, bespoke apparel, custom made apparel without entering in my personal only type uh, persona. All right. Let's talk about custom made apparel, because uh, a lot of people may not understand the, the impact and what it's all about. And they always think, oh, I can't afford this. Uh, if there's one industry that has become better listeners to potential clients and customers, it is the apparel industry. So talk a little bit about, if you will, where we're at with when it comes to custom fitted clothing, because it, it's become something that we see more people, it's more readily available to. And also with Father's Day coming up, we want to make sure we remind people that custom right. fit means a lot of different things. Exactly. And to know the present, we have to look at the past and kind of see where we came from to see where we are and maybe what trajectory we can then move forward. And where we've been with it is it was exclusive. It was only top shelf. It was very elitist. Uh, back in 1980s, 1990s, you could buy a suit for over eight grand, you know, custom made uh, for the average guy. No, no way. With technology, with the invention of the laser cutter, which took cutting a suit by one pattern from literally hours for a person hand cutting it to seconds with the laser cutter. And you could do 10, 15, 20 suits at a time. So that customer could order a whole wardrobe and have it cut literally in seconds. And then we do the hand process of sewing it. But that really shortened the time from 10 to 12 weeks down to six weeks 
Now it's down to four weeks just for the automation part. And you've got your different levels. You've got your customized, let's say it's a pre-pattern that then the tailor then forms a little better on your body, but you're still using a mannequin to start. The next level is that uh, idea of me making a pattern for you and then it being made for your pattern. And then we still tweak it. And then there's the level, the upper level of the tailor is sitting on a bench making the suit. You can come in and watch him make your suit type of thing. Um, so you got different levels. The most economical is the customized program or the pattern making program for under a grand. You know, um, to give our viewers a little bit more background on you, you've been doing this for a long time. Um, the custom fitter to the stars, more or less. Uh, a number of athletes that played in Atlanta where you used to live and continue to wear your clothing. Um, many people locally, you've got coaches, you've got players from various sports teams that are involved, maybe a few broadcasters as well. Uh, what's the common thing that you see when it comes to a person who wants to be custom fitted? Because it, there's nothing like that first item that you have that you know is designed and fitted solely for you. Right. Um, I think the biggest value that a person could add to building someone's wardrobe for them position I'm in is having two ears and one mouth, two eyes, two ears and one mouth. So basically I'm listening, I'm watching, I'm picking up on what this person wants their clothes to say about them. Other, you know, some people want loud, some people want fitted, you know, we worked hard to get this body the way it is. So, you know, show it off, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially the athletes and entertainers who really want to be unique and different. They want their own persona. They want their own look. They don't want to watch their look come across the screen with anybody else. So I had to do a lot of very exclusive, unique looks back in the 90s and early 2000s. And uh, I couldn't duplicate a look on a team because the other teammates would get upset. <laughs> uh, they had, uh, as you know, pools of money. They put a thousand dollars in a hat as they boarded the plane, and the winner who looked the best got the hat. <laughs> everything in it, and everything in it. <laughs> All right, you know, as I mentioned, Father's Day is here, and, and yes. one of the things about now, many people have not had the chance to wear what's in their closet because of obviously COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. We've been in shorts and t-shirts and golf shirts quite a bit over the last uh, few months. And I know people want to get out and, and Father's Day is around the corner, but we'll start to relax the clothing requirements a little bit more. But what's hot these days? Because we've kind of gotten away from that. We, we, you know, we've been talking about a lot of things, but clothing hasn't been one of them. But I know when the all clear is out and people are going to really break out with the real pieces, what's going to be hot and what do you anticipate people wearing down the stretch? again, kind of looking to the past to see where the future is coming. There's a real sharp need right now for fun, lightheartedness, um, cool feeling, get the oppressive thought off of us in a lot of ways. And a lot of times it's how we dress and how we come across to others that we want to, without saying it, we want to say, I love you. And I, I appreciate being out in public again. I, I really am looking forward to putting on a nice fitting sport coat with a fun stretch shirt. You know, I don't 
want to feel restricted. And I'm seeing a lot of bright colors, a lot of nice patterns. Again, the stretch fabrics are all over the place now, so you can feel good as well as look good. And Primetime said it best, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. When you play good, they pay good. <laughs> yeah, it's the same in every business. Deion Sand is one of your clients. Uh, our good buddy Brian Jordan raves about the things that you've done for him over the course of your, your association with him. So you feel like we're going to be in a brighter genre of clothing when, when we do settle in. I think guys were taking their clothes for granted uh, leading up to this. And now we're not going to take it for granted. We're going to demand a nice looking wardrobe that's functional and yet says something about you so unique that no one else can say those words about you. When you walk into a room, people look at you and respect you instantly and they know where you're coming from without you having to open a word and open your mouth and say a word. What's the one thing that if you're going to try to do the custom fit route, what's the one item every man should have in his closet? Every man should have a well-fitting pair of pants. Hmm. Because see, we, we sit. I'm going to go the shirt route because you can do the monogramming and you can get the <laughs> things of that. So you think pants are, are a bigger key? Well, if it's fitted correctly, it looks nice. It drapes nice. When you walk, it gives that gait of confidence. When you sit, it gives that ability of a comfort. So if it fits right, if it's perfect, then I think a guy is very happy. Now, yes, you could build an argument for shirt, a, a nice fitting sport coat. When you were talking, my first thought was I didn't know which way you were going with it. And the one thing a guy should have, every guy should have fitted on him is a jacket in the shoulders. If it, the shoulders don't fit, you might as well quit because it ain't going to look good from there on down. And you need to have it. What's the biggest fashion mistake people commonly make when it comes to wearing clothes? You mentioned the shoulders on a jacket. What are some of the yeah, other things? I think not giving, well, not having a proper wardrobe because you have to think too hard when you go into your closet and they try to force items together. Where if you've got a working closet, here's my goal for every man and woman out there. And here's some examples here. When you walk into your closet, no matter who you're seeing during the day, the president of the United States or whomever, where you're meeting, where you're traveling to, what closing you're happening, you should be able to walk into your closet instantly pick something out and walk out feeling perfectly attired. That is what every man should have in his household, a wonderfully working together wardrobe so that he doesn't have to think about it. And the master said it best, take no thought for your clothes, what you wear. He didn't say go naked. He said, have a closet so working that you don't have to think about it. You can then think about each other versus having to think about what you're wearing. Now, see, I, I'm kind of that person that I dress according to feel. And maybe there's something that I've been thinking about that I haven't worn in a while. And I think about a shirt and tie combination along that line. But I think anything you have in your closet, you should be able to reach to it and put it on and feel good about it. Because if you don't, then you got the wrong thing in your closet. Right. Exactly. I got guys tell me all the time. I got 300 ties, David. I bet you wear 10 of them, right? 
<laughs> and today they might not even wear any of them, but <laughs> it's like, keep it updated, keep it fresh, keep it clean, get that junk out of your closet that you're not going to wear anymore. Yeah. You know, do you think sometimes people have it? It's more of a collection than anything yeah. else because, you know, they don't know what to do with, they know they're not going to wear it anymore, but they just leave it there just because. I mean, primetime is a, a great example of that because his closet when he was in uh, Prosper, Texas, was over 3,000 square feet. He had every suit I've ever made him since 1990. And he could point to him and say, this is this and this is that. And he held on to them, never wore them. When he sold that house and is building his new one, he said, I'm going to take 75 suits with me. The rest of them are going into storage. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I run across stuff like that, I donate them to high school athletes. You know, because a lot of these kids may not have the attire to go on a recruiting trip for, or whatever. Maybe they wore I would rather them have it and let them wear it than to give it away or throw it away. You never throw clothes away. Never. Because right. there's always somebody right. to use them. But that's that's the direction I've tried to go over the years. And um, it, it, where somebody's going to be anywhere. And it's still going to be reasonably fashionable, too. Yeah, Bishop Eddie Long. I love that man for, forever. He uh, had a great philosophy. He would wear a suit two or three times in his in his speaking engagements, different occasions. However, he felt he would really he was a big feeler. He would want to. How do I feel today? What I want to look like? Once he wore that thing a few times, he would give it to one of his spiritual sons who needed it more than he did. They felt good. They felt confident, and he felt good. A big element element in apparel these days are accessories. Accessories have become huge. Uh, some have become more expensive than others, but you can find a lot of neat things and you don't have to take out a second loan or anything. So <laughs> give me your thought on how we should approach accessories at this point, because they really seem to make a person when they may have on a nice suit or a sport jacket or even a good pair of jeans, uh, the accessories really can make a person. Well, I was always told never say the word never. <laughs> never say the word don't. Don't trip. Your mind hears trip. Mm -hmm. Don't don't spill that drink. The mind hears spill that drink. When I say this, men, don't be afraid to wear a pocket square. <laughs> I got to re rephrase that because it's like you really need to wear a pocket square to accent your mood and your feeling. And please do not be ashamed of it because it is something that tells other people you've actually thought about something today. Yep. And it. Attention to I mean, that, that's I'm an accessory detail guy. And I think it makes a statement and just the combinations that you can coordinate also is right. a lot of fun as well. Now, is it OK for women to still dress their significant? I've been told by so many wives. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now that you're dressing him. We have less arguments. <laughs> There's less side eye glances at me. <laughs> and he actually feels confident, David. So thank you. Uh, There's a place for it. But the man needs to feel in charge of his kingdom and what his attire and what he's wearing. And it's a good thing to walk into your closet. And like you say, what do I feel like today? And where am I going? And when you walk out of it, she gives you the thumbs up and she says, good job. That's nice. So I've had a lot of women thank me over the years that they don't have to do that anymore. 
All right, before we get out of here, we, we've kind of talked about the, the pluses in fashion, certainly custom fitting. Uh, what's the best way a person can get a subtle feel for a custom clothing and also maybe having a, an internal makeover because there are people who probably don't pay as much attention to it as they need to, but they see somebody else across the street and they say, yeah, you know what? That, that guy's always pretty sharply dressed. And I'm sure they ask themselves a question, can, could I do that? And how much is it? You know, they may always think that, man, this is that's some really expensive stuff. And sometimes it might be, but I think it's always about coordination and really having a feel and having a consultant to kind of lead them down the road. Right. I think for men, it's so important to be okay with accepting advice from someone else. You don't have to know it all. And listen and observe. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery because you look around, you see a guy that dresses well, look at the details that he puts into it and don't be afraid to try it. Put on your training wheels, but get on the bike. You know what I mean? You don't need to jump into it the deep end in the 12 foot section, wade into the water, but don't stay on the side of the pool wishing you were swimming. Go ahead and wade in. You'll make mistakes. Yes. Some people may snicker. Yes. But you know what? I'd rather be snickered at and try than to sit on the side and feel regret of not being in the pool. Um, give me the other fashion no-no of today, because we see a lot of clashing and guys that are really rolling some stuff. What is the constant fashion no-no, no matter what era we're in? <sighs> Trying to mix casual with dress. Hmm. Keep it, keep it consistent. If you're trying to go for that dress look, don't wear a button down. If you're looking for that casual look, don't wear a, a wool navy blazer on top of a golf shirt. Unless the golf shirt is made out of silk from Paris for 400 bucks. <laughs> but the average, you know, guy's trying to you know, put on his golf pants and wear them to the office with a navy blazer and call himself you know, looking good. Business casual. Yeah, business. No, no. There's business and there's casual. <laughs> Just do not mix the two. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, Father's Day is around the corner. Uh, if someone, you know, obviously you won't be able to get a custom fitted item between now and then, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe invest in a gift certificate. So when you can come in and see what's going on, what's the best way people can get in touch with you, but also get, you can give them some ideas, whether it's father's day or just maybe it's a coming out party. Uh, once they have found it right. okay to get back in the pool more or less because of COVID. Bespoke STL.com is the best way you can schedule an appointment online. You can call me, text me, email me. Uh, my daughter, who's uh, been working with me for eight years now. Uh, yes, she's still around with me. <laughs> uh, she's putting she, up with you, huh? She's putting up with me, changing my whole methods. Matter of fact, we've got a 3D scan machine we've had for a couple of years because of her. And it's a, it's a scanning machine that gives you 360 degree measurements. We take the old fashioned way with the measuring tape, but this machine is just incredible. It really helps us get accurate with the measurements. But going back to uh, how to get in touch with me, um, yeah, that's the online is the best way. Call me. Um, we can get you something really nice 
presentation-wise for Father's Day. Uh, and if you can't get anything from me, the, the, the biggest problem I see is guys, children and mothers and wives think to themselves, what can I get him? Because he has everything. If he wants it, he goes and picks it up himself. So don't try to compete with that. Get him something he doesn't have, and that's an advisor for his wardrobe. Good point. David, we're going to do this with some regularity. I'm glad we had a chance to visit with you today, and um, we'll have some fun with this. We're going to make St. Louis, or we're going to make people who watch watch this website better dressed, or at least smarter about dressing. Right, right. Cleaner, smarter, faster. <laughs> there you go. He's David. David Corbett, I'm Mike Claiborne. This has been another edition of the StreamYard here on ClavesOnline.com. We thank everybody for watching, and we look forward to having some other fun stuff coming your way sooner than you think.